1: Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections, sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but I like them. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, referring to the media i don't like them life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think why does this guy have a radio show because i love it that's why also bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes your phone calls and more Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, like this kind of question. Why do we love certain things in the kingdom of God? Why do we love them and gravitate to them? One of the quickest answers would have to do with your connection to the creator, right? If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. You can come by the studio on a pogo stick, but we won't be able to respond very well. So you might as well just give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now get ready. Because when you call 972-445-0770, you'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello,
0: lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to, kid, a dynamite.
1: Dynamite. Let me tell you, talking to Dynamite D, that's like watching a friend that you have helped prevail in their struggle and you, like, share in their victory.
2: That's pretty good, Dave. That's good. Thank God.
1: That's good. Praise the Lord for that. Here's the bottom line. You can either call us. We just told you that. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Oh, that that was a little surprise, but let's do this. 214-210-8483. Eight, three. Additionally, you can email us at David at he dot That's David. At he must increase.org. Now, I know some of you, you don't uh, particularly like the show, and so you, I'm going to give you another email to email to us. That's G, I really don't like the show. I wish David would know that. And I'm going to tell him at gmail.com. It only has 10 more seconds to go before it expires. 987. Other than that, you can send an email, David at he must increase.org. We're going to send you up to the website as we often do on the website. There are things for me to tell you. Don't forget about the pods. There are so many pods, but yet we are still trying to work out a search engine system that will go through all the definitions on the shows. That's a little bit of a challenge. Don't worry, but we'll get there. There's there's almost 3,500, but it's 34 plus 100 hours of podcasts covering everything you can think of, (laughs) at least everything I can think of over a 10-year period. Also on the website is the place to give. We love it when people give. Thank you. To everybody who gives It is a huge Blessing If you want to give but you can't give We bless you, we pray that the Lord enables you To do that And you don't have to just give here Give to the places that you know In your life are having an impact on you and others Be a part of that Be connected to that, be a giver We also all would always ask you though If you have that chance to give to us Please do so, check it out On
3: hemustincrease.org Prayer request? He must increase.org. Praise report? He must increase.org. Looking to give to this ministry? He must
2: increase.org.
3: Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. And hey, what's
1: up, Doc? That's perfection. <laughs> That's the one I like the most. And I tell, I tell you what, it doesn't it reminds me that I have a doctorate. I actually forget. I know that sounds bizarre. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said, uh, I, I have a uh, Masters of Divinity or something. <laughs> no, it goes, it's a doctorate, Dave. I'm like, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I still want to hear the long one, Dave. Yeah, oh.
1: Today. We're going to have to do that before Christmas. Just gonna have to do it. You just, you'll understand. You'll be like, um, "Does this ever end?" That's what you're gonna say. <laughs> All right. Don't forget to be praying for Don, Jennifer, and Dynamite D uh, as they are getting ready for the holidays. Keep in mind they're a part of the ministry, and that's important to understand that they too go through warfare. Hello. So you got to be praying for them and have them protected. All right, later in the next segment, we're going to be praying for healing for the audience. We're going to bring up Cindy and Rob. I'm going to tell you what's going on with them. Not quite yet. I do want to pray for wisdom for the ministry. We've had a couple of challenges that have come our way. Nothing that the, Nothing that's like, oh, this is overwhelming. It's not overwhelming. Nothing is bigger than God. Nobody, no situation, no no, anything. Nothing you're encountering right now is at his level. Nothing. He is God. He is the ruler of the universe. Everything is in its place. Let's keep it there. I was talking to somebody whom I adore and love. I won't tell you who it is, even though it was Noel, And uh, we were discussing that. And in discussing that, I just said, you know, she's having challenges at work because work, you know, she loves her job. But uh, we'll just leave the corporate stuff out of it for a second. But I just told her, I said, listen, I said, you are not defined by what you do. You are defined by whose you are. That's all you gotta remember. Good
2: stuff, Dave. Huh? It's like that, good stuff.
1: And that never changes. That's what's great is that God is like, nope, I I paid the blood of Christ for you. Nope. There you go. That's your value. Figure that out. Wowza. Okay. Let me get into this text. I didn't do it last week, so I'm going to do it this week. Uh, This is the portion that I love. I love teaching this, and we just don't have enough time. We only have an hour and a half, which drives me nuts, actually, of late. Here we are. Psalm. We're in Psalm 27. We're at verse 6, and most of you will really appreciate this. Verse 6 says, And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing... Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy upon me and answer me. So I just want to point this out because many of us. Most of you are like me, uh, definitely musically challenged. So my brother, he's a musician. You hear some of his music on the ins and outs. He's really just fantastic, really lights out great. When I sing, uh, sometimes I can mimic a little bit, but when I sing sing, it's like I should be in sing sing because it's like it's. it's I terrible.
2: like when you say sing, Dave.
1: But here's the thing. The thing is when we're singing, it's not how it sounds to us. Ah, uh, See, this is the thing. Now, I I happen to like churches that have cool uh, uh, worship. I also I know you're going to find this amazing because I never talk about this, but I liked it when I was going to North uh, not uh, to Tommy Barnett's church. They have this huge choir. I like that too. They're really cool. I mean, they sound great and it's all good and I like it. And uh, but there's a difference there between a choir that sounds really good and most of us who, when we sing, we make a joyful noise unto the Lord just like and it's not always that good here's the thing you and i need to understand it doesn't always sound good to one another but your voice when you sing praise is like butter to the ears of god listen to that in other words the lord doesn't listen to you singing joys and praises and so on and says well i I certainly wish they'd sing in key. No, that's the person next to you that wants you to sing in key. God is just blessed that you are singing praise to the Lord. You see? And so I know, and I'm aware of it. I go to church. I understand the person next to you, behind you, in front of you. If you got a strained voice, they know. (laughs) I appreciate that. But you're singing it unto the Lord. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord, not to my neighbor. And when you're doing that, what God hears is the glory. And here's the thing that I want you to grasp. This is so cool, okay? We all have breath. And that breath, if you don't have breath, you're not listening to me, and you're either up in heaven or you're you're somewhere else. Uh, If you don't have breath, it's tough. We have breath, and our breath is supposed to praise the Lord, and part of that praise is singing. And so when God hears the gift of breath he's put in you coming back towards him in appreciation, it sounds great. And that's what you got to remember see this is the thing. the thing is uh, sometimes like in more of the uh, free and remember I'm batecostal so you got to understand I get both sides of this but sometimes in the in the freer churches people express themselves they you know get down on their knees they lift up their hands. nothing wrong with that. as long as they're not trying to draw attention to themselves then there's nothing wrong with that. Don't look at them. Why? Because you're supposed to be worshiping the Lord, right? That's not, you know, you don't have to focus on them. Focus on the Lord. That's the whole point. And so you look at this text. It's just a simple text, but you must understand that the breath that God is giving you is a gift from him. And when you sing it back to him, uh, there's a great worship song about that breath in our lungs being sung back unto the Lord. It's like, yes, and in his ears. It's like butter. Isn't that cool? It's like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, I mean, that's better than we are. Let's just be honest. So I'll read it again, and then now just think of what we just talked about and listen to the text. And now my head shall be lifted up above the enemies all around me. Therefore, therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice and have mercy upon me and Answer me. It's just like, oh yeah, okay. And then you get what David writes and you're like, that guy was smart. Right? I
2: love I love that, Dave, because you know, now in society we focus so much on our problems. And and they're they're they're, you know, you understand, they're real, but sure. even in the midst of that, can you offer praises to God?
1: That's right. Can the can the breath be thank you instead of why? And that's what a lot of people do. They have, a, they have one one letter in the alphabet. They ought to use a little less. All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
3: This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us, since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience?
1: Do you think it's been organizational leadership has been a good thing for church leaders?
0: Well, it, oh, <laughs> pen, I'll tell you what, it's a penetrating question. The answer is very simple. If used correctly to add value to people and serve others, it's a good thing. If used incorrectly, it's not a good thing. And uh, you know, when people talk about everything rises and falls on leadership, I teach them often that it rises, but it also falls. And nothing is better than for people to have a good leader, and nothing's worse than for people to have a bad leader. And the, to me, what what makes servant leadership work is this: most leaders put themselves first, before their people. And so it is a me uh, motivation as far as leading. What's in it for me? Uh, I I travel internationally with my uh, company Equip, and and uh, in fact I'll I'll leave Sunday for Guatemala. In fact I'll be meeting next week with the president and the cabinet of Guatemala. And when I'm when I'm with these leaders alone, David, alone. I mean no no handlers, no media, nothing but just alone. The question I ask them, which is I think the true servant leadership question, is. Will the people be better off after you've served your term as a leader than they were before you got there? Wow. And I think that's. And when the answer is yes, you have been a good leader, it has been a good thing. Organizational leadership, good thing. When the answer is no, bad leader, bad thing.
1: Welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at kaam Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAM Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. We're getting ready for our first trivia question, and I got to tell you right now, I love this trivia question. You You don't hear me say that often, right? I don't often say I love. I mean, I might go, "It's hard," "It's interesting," this. I love this. I mean, when this was written, whoever wrote this, they should get a gold star. Ready? It's not that hard, but it's hilarious. Which brother and sister sang a duet in Exodus 15?
2: (laughs) That's so
1: good. That is so good. Which brother and sister sang a duet? In Exodus chapter 15. Nobody get legalistic on this. Have some fun. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And as well, you can send an email, David, at he must increase dot org. Let's do our DNA, because we live by DNA, because DNA is rather important. Thank you. Uh D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily Daily. Daily, every day, spend some time with the Lord. Does it have to be the exact same time every day? No. Does it have to be the exact same amount every day? No. Just spend some time with the Lord. That's not, you can do it. It's not even a question of whether you can, you can do it, period. Okay? And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Ever, 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 ever. A, always be ready.
2: To serve.
1: To serve, which then tells you if you're ready to serve, you are aware of other people, their needs, how they're doing, what's going on. You can approach it in prayer. You can approach by talking to them, by texting, sending an email, calling them, whatever. But as long as you're aware of others, that just moves you from a selfish place to a selfless place. And that's what Jesus likes. It's like, that, that's just solid as can be. All right, we'll do the trivia question again. Then I'm going to do that prayer. I want to tell you about what's going on with Robin City. To which brother and sister sang a duet in Exodus 15? That's just a great, great question. 972-445-0770. Also, 214 210 to text david at org is the... Email. So Rob and Cindy. Rob's been a friend of mine since actually I was looking at it. So it's just since 1991. Okay, so that's uh, 32, 32 years, right? 32 and change. That's, kind that's of my way.
2: age. Well, 31 or 32. Is yeah, it's on that board It's in that range. Yep. Okay.
1: All right. So we've been very good friends. We've uh lived in the same house together. We've uh, they've helped us. We've helped them. It's just been that way, you know, forever and a day. Okay. Well, Cindy has had a, quite a few challenges physically, and we—it's something we've always, you know, prayed for them in, and so on and so forth. So recently, as in the last couple of days, last week, she had had in the past a brain tumor, and the brain tumor has reemerged now. The good news is they're not overly concerned. She's got some medicine. They believe it will reverse everything. They do not believe it's going to require any kind of real issues. They're not even going to do another test for another 12 months because this medicine does really well on these particular type of tumors. But if I'm Rob and my wife has a brain tumor, I am not happy. I'm just to say it, right? So I just want to pray, of course, that the medicine will work and that the Lord would heal her. But it just shows you that you can't, you know, as much as you focused on what's going on with you. And then while I'm praying for that, I want to pray for the audience, too. So let's do that. Uh, just join your faith with mine when two more agree. So let's take care of that right now. Father, we come before you right now in the powerful and awesome and incredible name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And we thank you, and we praise you, and we sing unto you because you are more than worthy of all the praise that we can offer. And we lift up Cindy and Rob to you. Rob's my buddy, and I just pray you'd comfort his heart, and I pray you bring healing into Cindy's body. Heal that tumor. Please let it shrink and disappear. We know the medicine is good and it will work good, but we're asking for even more of an accelerated grace in this situation. And Lord, we pray for all of our family on this radio show, for Ace and for Gary and for Mary and for different people who are physically hurting in different ways. Physically, we are asking for your healing power, the Jehovah Rapha healing power to be active in their lives. Lord, you can take a body that doesn't have any life and bring life into it. And we're asking you to do something similar. We're just asking you to bring revitalization into the bodies. We lift these people up. We love these people. We ask you to bless these people. Put your arms around them. Let them know that they are loved. And We thank you and pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay? All right. So we're rocking and rolling. Be praying for them. Keep them in prayer. Keep the audience in prayer. For healing, never stop, and it's like you'd be thinking, well, you know, how do I know? Well, you've heard people s- express things on the show and, that they need prayer for, and that's how it comes into your universe, just like the Good Samaritan uh, had the person who was attacked come into his universe. Well, these people have been brought into your universe, so operate in that spirit, okay? That's the way to do it. Let me go back to the text. We've already got our trivia question here. We'll answer it in a little bit if nobody calls in. This portion right here, so we just did this slide. Psalm, Psalm, the Psalms are so powerful. The, the, again, I don't think any teacher teaches it well, but uh, we're now in verse eight. So we're so uh, of Psalm twenty-seven. So I'm going to do the build-up. And stop at verse 8 and listen to what is being said. This is from verse 6. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. Here's verse 8. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, Lord... Your face, I will seek, and it's just like you think that's so. <laughs> See, this is what people say. So, okay, here's the so: seek me. This is uh, more than just uh, an extraordinary thought. Okay, this is a manifested call. Now, listen to what I'm about to say: a manifested call for God from God to you to me, to make our pursuit of God a priority. He says in verse 8, When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, Lord, I will seek. When that happens... That's God saying, come after me, seek me, pursue me, find me, look for me. I'm here. And you know what the response is? Here I come. I'm seeking you. I'm looking for you. I desire you. I need you. I want you. For all those people that think Christianity is a religion, they're wrong. And for the people that mock it as a religion, they're dumb. And I don't care because it is God saying, come pursue me. And I will bless you with my presence. This is not just an obedience call. It is a relationship call, and it cannot be any clearer. It's not even possible for it to be clearer. Seek my face. And I will seek your face, Lord, because you have told me to. I mean, it's like... "Ah!" See why he was such a great writer? It's just like, you know, lights out. That's right? good
2: stuff, Dave. You can just <laughs> bathe in there. <laughs>
1: That's just unbelievable. All right, let's send the caller through for trivia.
2: Knock,
1: knock. This is David. Who am I talking to?
2: Hi, David. This is John.
1: Hi, John. How are you?
2: I'm all right. How's it going? It's going pretty
1: well. It's going pretty well. How's, how's, how's the granddaughter? Well, um, uh,
2: she's. She and her mother, uh, my daughter-in-law, have a hotel room on campus of St. Jude's. And so it's going to be a long process. Yep, yep. <laughs> so we just hear from my son, and he goes back and forth to Memphis from Tampa. So they're, uh, they're going through the process of, uh, you know, the new trial.
1: And how, how are you handling it? How's the family handling it?
2: Well, um, he, my son, is uh, I guess trying to go back and forth and, you know, go back to work in Tampa and then come back up there and his in-laws uh, are renting a house from last Monday to through, December, to, through Christmas and uh, an Airbnb deal, so uh, they've got my grandson up there with him, and that's sort of by himself, you know, in Tampa, so... It's kind of a <laughs> juggling match,
1: I guess. Well, listen, here's what we're going to do. First, you're going to answer the trivia, and then we're going to pray for you. And I want you—I really think it would be not a bad idea for your family to reach out to my daughter. I know that sounds crazy, but I have a feeling she could be of great comfort since they have gone through this at many, many um, deep levels. Many,
2: many. So, is, is Julianne, is that her name? Yeah,
1: Julianne Schiller. So it's S-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. And so, if you just if you just try and tag her, and then let her know it's from the show, I'll send her a text on the way home as well. It's just to let her know. So, so just for Nola's sake and for the family's sake.
2: Okay. So, um, she's
1: with St. Jude's. Uh, she works there. Or? No, no, she's she's just across the street though <laughs> it's, i know it well oh, okay. i know it well it's like she spends a lot of time at the hospital across the street so i mean she just knows the routines and uh and is just very great her great ministry of comforting people who are really really struggling really going through it okay. so she would be a great great resource of encouragement
2: Okay. okay. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Yeah. Now,
1: now, first you got to answer. Thank you you got to answer the trivia question. So I got to make you do that. Okay. okay. So, okay. which brother and sister sang a duet in Exodus 15?
2: Was it uh, Aaron and
1: Miriam? Uh, closest. Uh, Miriam uh, parts, I, right? Who would be the other one?
2: Well, okay, Mo- Moses and Miriam. That,
1: that is correct, I know. window. Eminence. <laughs> uh, at a fifty percent chance. <laughs> brother <laughs> let, me, let me pray over you real quickly we got a station heartbreaking okay. too but let me pray over you real quickly father Thank we you. just okay. come before you and we just lift up our brother we lift up nola we lift up their family and what we're asking for is just a simple straightforward prayer bring encouragement into their lives into their hearts and into their minds so that they don't have to be frustrated they don't have to be overwhelmed that you help them one step at a time, one glory at a time, every victory acknowledged, and that they would be blessed in you and find peace from your comfort. We lift the entire family up to you and ask your grace on their lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
2: Amen. Thanks, David.
1: You are more than welcome, my brother. You call anytime and you text me anytime, and I'll be glad to pray and and pray over you, okay?
2: All right. Thank you. All right. Again. God bless you. All God
1: right. Bless. All right. We're going to take our break. we got a hard break. We've got to hit the road on this one. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
0: What is the David Spoon
1: Experience? Ladies and gentlemen, it's been my privilege in my past. I've been a Christian for a short time, only about 40 years. But when I was in my first year, I had a chance to meet James Robison, who had a chance to pray for my brother and myself. uh, Very helpful at a very needful time as we were fighting our way out of a Christian cult. And uh, he prayed for clarity. And uh, it was just a pastor's gathering in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, I have the privilege, again, of interviewing one of what, what I consider to be one of the great men of God who are still with us on this planet, and I just want to give a whole hearty welcome and open door and open heart to James Robinson. Uh Thank you, sir, for being a part of our show and a part of our audience.
4: Well, David, it's a pleasure to join with you, and I'm grateful that praying together was uh, meaningful to you and a, a very important part in your life. So just joy to be with you and your listeners. Now, David, can I just download what I believe is the heart of our Heavenly Father to your listeners for a few minutes?
1: Yes, please, by all means.
4: When I spoke to the leaders before the election, and I talked about the need, this is in Washington, there were nearly 2,000 pastors and church leaders there. And I said, I'm telling you, there are people right now who are being captivated by the Jesus they see in some of our lives. And I said, listen to me. We have a fatherless nation desperately in need of a father. If we, as believers, as Christians who have the perfect father, if we would show people clearly what the family of the perfect father looks like, I believe the fatherless would run to the father and the father's house. And I believe that. I said that to the President of the United States. I said, Sir, your children say you're a good father. Eric Trump happened to be sitting by me when I first said that. Eric said, He's a great father. I said, well, he may be, but that doesn't mean he's flawless. I do believe that we need a father, and I believe we can pray, and God can raise up people that have a father's heart. And so I began to emphasize the church revealing what the father's like. Now listen to me. We as believers comprise the body of Christ, the body of born-again, baptized-into-Christ believers who are born from above. We have a perfect heavenly father who reveals his will. He's not willing, that any should perish. He said, you call on me, and I'll heal your land. Now, listen to me. Christian believers, we're not looking for a champion. We've got one. He's the only one that rides the white horse. We're not looking for a king. We have a king. The king of kings, the Lord of lords. That's Jesus. He holds kings in his hand. Our king, our shepherd, our father said, come to me as my family, and you ask me to heal your land. In desperate need of healing, you come in humility. You come knowing I'm the only one that can heal. And I can use imperfect vessels to accomplish my perfect will. I always have. I always will.
0: 770-KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.